Sachem Dafai Inbav, six lines from the bottom of Ayinom Beis at the Mishnah. We start the Mishnah. Yesterday we learned that there's a din that the Karim Pesach has to be Tzli Eish, it has to be roasted. In addition, the Torah said Tzli Eish twice in order to teach us that even if a Tana is Garfer, which means it was originally heated up with fire, and then you shoveled out all of the fire and all of the Eish, then the din is that it's still going to be also to eat that Karim Pesach. That's not considered Tzli Eish. And therefore the Gemara starts and speaks about the oven itself, and we know the Cheres Hadfanes, the actual walls of the the defilements which were made of earthenware, that's considered like Rashi's Garfaimen, who it's considered like it was shoveled out, even though it's very hot because it got the heat of the fire itself, but it's not the actual fire, and therefore if you cook it by using the earthenware walls of the actual Tana, that would still not be good for the Karim Pesach, and it would be also to eat that part of the Karim Pesach. So we start the Mishnah, if the Karim Pesach touches the earthenware walls of the oven itself, then you have to peel off the Karim Pesach in that area, because that will be become also because now it touched something that was also and it became cooked from the walls and that part of the Karim Pesach is not Sliesh and of course there's a Shiloh Teruvis over here because now it's mixed together with something that was Sliesh but the thing is they have to remove it by peeling it off so you peel off a very thin layer and the Mishnah continues with the second case not of Mered for Alacharis if the actual gravy of the meat dripped off of the meat and went onto earthenware and then splattered back onto the meat the thing is they have to remove the actual muckum where it's at now, what's the difference between Yiklafes Bekayma and Yitlos Bekayma? Rashi says Yitlos Bekayma, it's not enough just to scrape off a little bit. El Benthil, Yafa Yafa, but if you have to take a thickness, and some say it means an etzpa thick. The Shuma Nivla Betechahaba, because the fat and the gravy gets into the meat much more. And that Shuma became cooked up from the Kharis itself, and therefore that wasn't Sli. Now, Taisus points out that every time you have a case where the Basa touches the actual Kharis, part of the Basa has gravy on it, and if the gravy now is touching the basa, the taste is bothered, then in the first case of Naga Bechar says, Shaltana, why do we say Yiklof is Bechaymai? L'chay, we should also say over there, Yitlof is Bechaymai. Taisi says, Ve'ikalok me'b'she'ein reitav ke'ma'at, ve'ma'at reitav e'ne'a asakokach, that only had a little bit of liquid in that spot, and therefore a little bit of liquid is not going to ask as much as we learn in the Gemara. Shani Sikh, the Mashu Avilei, we're going to see that when you smear oil on a be'ema, that the din is that's only a little bit, and therefore it's not going to go so deep into the basa itself. And the Mishnah says the third case, not that if some gravy dripped on flour and the flour was hot, then you have to do a kmitza in that makam. Of course, a kmitza is like a handful. And Rashi explains that the Gemara will say, there was hot flour, that the actual gravy becomes hot because of the heat of the cells, and therefore it becomes roasted based on something else heating it up. Therefore, you can't eat the gravy that's within the flour, and that's why you have to take it out of the flour itself, and then you have to burn that flour that you took out, just like any kachim that's possible, and the same thing, of course, would apply to the first two dinam of the Mishnah as well. The fourth in the Mishnah, if you smeared the behemoth, the karm pasach with shem and truma before you cooked it, if it's a chabur of karm, then you can eat it. There's no problem with smearing a karm pasach with oil of truma, that's no problem, since they can eat it, therefore there's no problem. However, if the chabur was consisting of people of that Yisrael, and therefore Zarim and they can't eat Shuma because of course it's also eat Shuma if you put it on while it was raw then since raw meat is not by Leia doesn't really grab something in it so easily and doesn't absorb something so therefore the dinner is that all you have to do is wash it off and then you could cook it of course and eat it there's no problem however in Tzliu if it was already Tzli it was already cooked and now you put oil on it of Shuma then the dinner is that since it's Tzli already even if it's cold at this point at least according to the way Rashi learns then the Mishnah says you have to peer 
peel off the outer layer of the behemoth itself because now, of course, the shemen got all over the behemoth because you sachu, you smeared the entire behemoth, and therefore you have to peel it off in Gansin. Now, Rashi says, in that case, since it's tzli, because the actual oil gets absorbed within the bus itself because the bus became much softer, even if at this point it's cold. And Tyson also says, we're talking about any type of case, it doesn't make a difference if it was hot or cold, because if it's very soft, the meat, by cooking it, therefore it already absorbed the oil into it, even if it's not hot, the because it's similar to the case of chai. Chai just means it was never cooked, and sleep means it was already cooked, even if at this point it's already cooled down. And the Mishnah states, the fifth case, if you smear the Karim Pesach with oil of Maishani, of course Maishani is mutter for a Yisrael to eat it in Yushlaim, and of course you're talking about Yushlaim, if you're eating the Karim Pesach, you must be in Yushlaim. You can't go and say that I'm charging the Bnei Chabur for the amount of Shemin I used on the Karim Pesach to make back my money. The Bach has the gas of Meichur, and that's Rashi's gas, because you can't sell Maishan in Yushlaim. Rashi says the reason is because the Pesach says that the only way you could go and transfer Kedushas Maishani is only when you're out of Yushlaim, but once you're in Yushlaim, you can't transfer the Kedushas Maishani onto money, for example, and therefore Rashi seems to be saying that the same didn't apply that you can't sell Maishani one Yushlaim. Now, Tais points out that the Pesach is talking about Pidyan itself because you're taking it out from the Kedushas and you're going and being mechalan onto money. But over here, you're talking about going and eating a Bikdusha, you're just taking money for that. And therefore, he says that's not Pshat, and he says, Since Padilla is Asmanatari, therefore, we said Mechir is also. However, Rashbonira, that the reason why Mechir is also here is a Din Rabbanan because of Bizoy Mitzvah, because it looks like a good Bizoyan to go and sell my chain, that's not proper, and that's why you can't do it. So, again, three different Pshatim had to learn the last words of a Mishnah. The Gemara starts, Itma, we learned, we turn to involve him now. That if you have something hot and it goes into something hot, the din of Tarubis is that it's going to be us no matter what. Of course, we're talking when it's not Batal Bashishim, other dinim of Bittal. We're not going to get into that today. But the din is basically if you have Basa that goes into Khalab or you have Issa that goes into Tata and both of them were hot, the din would be that would ask on each other. If it would be something cold onto something cold or into something cold, there's no problem and therefore it would be Mutta. Of course, there's no Blias in that case. What if you have something hot going into something cold, or something cold going into something hot? Then there's machlokes. Rav Amiloy Gaba. Rav says that like Rashi says how Elyonetzer, the top thing that came in is the one that wins, and therefore if the top thing was hot, then it's going to be also. If the top thing was cold, then it's going to make the bottom thing colder, and therefore that's not going to be a problem. However, Shmuel Amitatogava he says the opposite way. He says the thing that's in the bottom that is the one that has the most strength, and therefore you look at whatever the bottom was. And Rashi says if the cham went into the cold, therefore the cold is bottom, therefore it's mutter. But Tzayin Tehcham is also. Now Rashi says, generally we have Allah and Eklal, that Allah is like grab when it comes to a machlekes with Shmuel but Shmuel, over here Allah is like Shmuel, because later on we're going to bring two brises that are going to be muhach like Shmuel itself, and therefore we're passing in this case like Shmuel. Now the Gemara will start off with three rays, Kineged Shmuel, and we're going to answer them very similar Gemara, so we're going to go quickly through them. Now we learned in our Mishnah, not to merit for our Kheres, because he loved Yitl's the din is that the gravy would go and splash off of the meat and go onto the earthenware and then go back onto the meat. The din is you have to take off that entire piece of meat. Now, the Gemara says, we think to say that the Mishnah is even talking about when the earthenware of the oven was cold already. And therefore, the Gemara says, Mishnah, when I have a coin to rabbi, it makes sense. Why would it be asa? Because the top thing, which is the hot gravy, is going to be stronger than the bottom, which is the cheris, which is the earthenware.
area of the oven, and therefore mishum hachitos becomes. That's why this tarubis is also like Rav said that when you have the top thing which is hot, that becomes also dazel roiter merapikli lecheres, and therefore the gravy goes and heats up the actual cheres of the oven. Vahad the cheres merapikli roiter, and then the earlier way goes and heats up the gravy, and the gravy vichad the roiter by pesach kamatri pesach machmik chamius to the cheres, and then when the gravy goes back onto the current pesach and splashes back onto the current pesach, it goes and heats up the current pesach because of the heat of the cheres. It has to be completely tzliyesh and it can't be tzli through something else. And of course, the walls of the oven is not from the fire. It's from the earthenware that became heated through the fire. And like we said before, that's not good. El Shmuel, according to Shmuel, David Tatogov, and he always says that the bottom thing is what's stronger. And we look at whatever the bottom thing is. Cheres, since the cheres is the bottom thing, which is the earthenware, Kivin and Simon, we seem to be talking about that way it's cold. Akur and what it's actually doing is cooling down the gravy a little bit. So Why would it be to use some if it's not really adding any hate to the actual right, it's actually cooling it down. The Gemara answers, just like Rabbi Yemiah will say in the Mishmul in a moment, in the next Gemara, that the case of sales we're talking about when it's very hot flour, here also we're talking about when the earlier was very hot. So now we learned in the next thing in the Mishnah, that if some of the gravy drips down on the sales, on the flour, then you have to do kmitsa from its place to take it out. So again, we thought that we're talking about cold flour, and the Gemara yet again says the same spar. Bishlon and Rabbi Quinter Rabbi makes sense. Since he holds that always you go based on the top thing, and that's what takes precedence, then it gives it strength. That's why the din is that it becomes also the entire flour in that spot because the Muraskal soils, the harder drying, that the gravy will heat up the actual soils all around where the gravy fell in. The harder soils from Muraskal day, and then the soils will go and heat up the gravy again. The Kamatri right of Machmus Chamus of the soils, and therefore the actual gravy became heated up not only from the oven. Itself, but also from the sailors. And therefore, Rahman Amin says, and that's why you have to pull out that sailors and you can't use any of that gravy. Since the bottom thing is what's gava and what takes precedence, since the bottom is the sailors and it's cold, it actually cooling down the gravy and therefore, why does it become us at all? Here's where Rabbi Yemi said, we're not talking about sailors that was cold, it's actually talking about hot sailors and the case of the Mishnah, therefore, was both Rav and Shmuel agree in that case that it would be also and therefore there's no Shaila and the Gemara brings another Raya against Shmuel so now we learn from our Mishnah if you smear the Karim Pesach with the oil of Shmuel if it's if the Karim Pesach is raw then all you do is wash it off there's no problem it won't go and be absorbed but in Sliu if the Karim Pesach is actually roasted as we said before from Rashi and from Taisis it could even be if it's cold but at least it was roasted and therefore at this point it's actually going to absorb the oil into the skin and into the basa of the Karim Pesach then the din is then you have to scrape off the outer layer of the Karim Pesach so the Gemara says that according to Rav it makes a lot of sense since he lagava and over here the ilah the top thing that you put on was the shemen that you just smeared onto the behemoth and if the basa itself was cold as we said or even if it's hot it doesn't make a difference because the cold's on top and therefore lagava and it makes sense why the Mishnah says yiklaf is as opposed to yiklaf because it doesn't absorb as much because it was cold on top of hot. Now Rashi points out if it was cold on top of hot, you shouldn't eat clip at all. Maybe all you should do is wash it off, just like we said when you had a raw common pesach and you put oil on it. Rashi says that once it was already roasted and it's dried out, that the sikh of the shaman, the rubbing of the shaman, and the absorption of the shaman will happen a little bit, and that's why you still have to peel it a little bit, even though you don't have to go full fledged and go and remove it, the thickness of an etzba, as we said before the Lashon of Yitos 
Shloimah means. But the Gemara says, El Shmuel, according to Shmuel, Dama Tatogava, even the Chamu, Mivlobal, since the Mishnah is talking about that the Basa was either cold or hot, Lechayr, it should blue into the heat of the actual Basa, and it should be completely Asa. So, my Sagil Beklipa, why should it be enough that you should just peel it off? Nisulagami, it should be Asulagami, which means that you should be Ethos Mekaymai and not just Yiklaif, and once you Ethos Mekaymai, the entire animal, there'll be nothing left, and therefore the entire animal will be Asa. And that the Gemara answers, Shani Sikh, the Mashu Generally, we would say that it would go inside, and therefore that government should be also, and you should actually need to do yitos mikaymai. However, over here, since it's only sicha, which is a drop of oil that's smeared on the entire beima, so since it's so small, therefore it can't be nibbler so deep into the meat, and all you have to do is klipa, all you have to do is to peel it, but you don't have to remove the entire basa. The Gemara continues, Tanaka basa shmuel. As we said, we have two braces that are going to be raised to shmuel. Cham take cham asa. Everyone agrees in kuli alam that if you have cham onto cham, so you have basa bechalav or isabeheta. The din is that it's also. This is the riot to Shmuel because he said if you have cold into Cham, the din is also because Tatogava. Cham will take Tsayin in the case of hot into cold, but Tsayin will take Tsayin or Tsayin will take Tsayin. Madiach, all you do is wash it off. Why? Because it doesn't become also because Tatogava in the bottom is cold. And we see clearly that this price is going like Shmuel that Tatogava. The Gemara explains Cham will take Tsayin when you have hot into cold, Madiach, all you do is wash it off. Kirinu Chamu Adim Yakale, Yashle Balapoto, Klippamina by since it's hot, therefore, before it gets colder, it'll hurry, it's going to be below a little bit, and therefore, at least you should do clip on it. When you have something hot going into cold, even though you don't have to go and remove it completely, and it doesn't become us completely, but you still have to do clip as we explained before. However, cold into cold, all you have to do is wash it off. We see another bright like rule. If you have bust of and you have hot into hot, of course, everyone will agree that's going to be us in that case, it's going to be a riot to Shmuel because see, cold into hot is going to be also why? Because Tatogava. And yet again, the Bryce says, if you have hot into cold, or cold into cold, Medeach, all you have to do is wash it off. Again, why do you just wash it off? Keep it to since it's already hot. The beginning of the Miyakale before it cools down, it's going to have some bleas, and therefore, you should at least need Klippah. The din is hot into cold, you do need Klippah. And when you have something cold into cold, all you need to do in that case is wash it off and you don't have to do any clip at all. You don't have to scrape off any part at all. Um, we just learned when you're cold that goes into cold, everyone agrees that it's muta and therefore you just wash it off. So the only time we said it's in El when it wasn't salted, but if it was actually salted, then it's asa because Shmuel says when something is salted very much, then it's considered like it's heated up and it's considered hot. And therefore anything that goes into it is actually going into something hot. In addition, something that's picked in vinegar is also like it's cooked up and therefore like Rashi says if you go if you go and you pickle something that's us and heta together even though it never went to fire cool and assume the entire process and the entire mixture will be us um, Rav, Rav says the din that we just learned from Shmuel that when you had something that was salted it's considered like it's heated up we only said it in and it's only said in the case where there's so much salt in it that you can't eat it because it's so salty but if it still could be eaten even though it's salt in it, we don't say such an end. Now Rashi says, that we're talking about that you place so much salt in it that it ruined the taste of the actual item because of the salt a little bit and you can't eat it unless you wash it up. It doesn't mean you can't eat it at all. No one can eat it. It's considered if it ruins its taste a little bit, in that case, it would make something also. And the few Rashi will come out that 
Rav just means that when Shmuel says Hamaliyah Harir Kuseach is talking about when it has so much salt that it ruins the taste a little bit. So it's not the standard way to eat this product. But if it would actually be salted in a way that normal people would eat it, we would not say it in Hamaliyah Harir Kuseach. And the Gemara brings the story: There was a pigeon which was cold, and it fell into a jug of kimcha, which is kutach, which had milk in it, and it's very salty. And therefore, since it was a milk product, and the pigeon fell into it, so now you had a case of basa b'chol. From this place called Pashrinya, he mocked it and he said it's but to eat. Who is so smart to be able to mock this such a thing if not for Abchin Braid Rabbah? Because it doesn't make sense why he would say that this would be mutter. Lachar, it should be a case of basa b'chol because even though it was cold, but it fell into something that was very salty. And we should say, When did Shmuel say but over here, this case is a case where the actual kimcha was not so salty that you couldn't eat it. Of course, it was dipped that normal people ate. And therefore, that salt content, it does not have to do And therefore, the pigeon was cold and the kimcha was cold. And that's why there was no problem with bas over here. The only time we said this is only when the bird was raw. But if the pigeon was already roasted, even if at this point it was already cold, it would still need to be peeled off. Because as we said before, that something which is softer because it was already roasted, then there is actual seepage that absorbs the milk into it. But the only time we said that you only need clipper, there's no cracks in the bird itself. But if there's cracks or crevices in the bird, then it becomes us in Ganten, because like we said, it will go and be absorbed even further. And Rashi says, the Lashon over here, Pili is crevices. And if you actually put spice on it, then of course it would be us. Rashi says, we're talking about the pigeon having spices, then us, because the spices actually make it softer. And will absorb the kutach into it, and therefore there's a problem of bas b'chav. And the Gemara continues, Amr Rav, Rav said it, we turn to Ayin Varim Beis. Rav and Levi will have a machlek, it's been a gear, two pieces of meat that are next to each other in one oven, and there are two actual spits, but they're far from each other, and in this case, there's not going to be transfer of actual meat from one bus to the other, but Rav will hold that although that there's no transfer to meat, there's actual transfer of the smell and the reach of the meat from one meat to the other, and that's going to be the problem over here, and that's why the few rabbits could be also. And the Gemara says, Basa Shkuta Shamin Shitsolim Basa Nevela Kachosh Asa. That if you have Basa Shkuta, which is of course Kasha meat that had Shkita, and it was fatty, but you go and you roast it together with Basa Nevela, which of course is Asa, and it's very lean, the dinner is Asa. My time, what's the reason that's Asa? Mefat Mehadrani, that they fatten to each other. And Rashi points out, that the reach, the smell of the fatty one, goes into the thinner one, into the lean one, and it makes it fatter. And then that one, which is Asa, goes and it's and then it goes into the shkuta, and that's why it makes the shkuta also. But Rashi points out, of course, Rav would say the koshke shkuta kushah. If the shkuta was the one that was lean, and the fatty one was the nevela, then for sure it's going to be also because the nevela right away, the smell of the fat one goes into the one that's more kachosh, and of course that would be also. The Gemara continues, but Levi, but Levi says completely lahakel. I feel the basa shkuta kachosh. It's all in basa nevela shomin mutter. No matter what, it will be mutter because we don't say there's a transfer of reich. My timer reichah alma. It's only reichah. That's not considered anything. And the Gemara says, "Of it, Levi of the Beirish Kulsa Big Diva Davacha." That actually, Levi went and passed in the house of Beirish 
Musa, where there was a goat and a chaziah that were being roasted on two spits that right near each other, far enough that they couldn't get any splatter from each other, but they could get the reich from each other. And he said, Sim Shreich Lab Nusa, there was no problem. Now Rashi says, Shet Nitzlu Betana Ubamais Levana Behitta. It's not only that he said he could do it, but it happened, and then Bidiavid he said that it would be Mutter. Maysvid Gemara will ask Kashan Levi. Now we know it is a din that every Karm Pesach has to be eaten in Lumenuyav, which means that the people that joined together in that Karm Pesach, and you can't take one Karm Pesach, which was Lumenuyav, and bring other people into that Chabura, they were not part of that, and therefore that would be also. So the Gemara says, You can't go and roast two Karm Pesachim next to each other, because they may get mixed up. My love, the Gemara thinks that what are we talking about Teruvus? Teruvus Taimim. That the Teruvus that we're concerned about is actually the taste of the actual Karm Pesach, which will get the Reach from one Karm Pesach to the other. So you see there's a problem of Reach, the Kasha Levi, and the is a Kasha Levi. The Gemara answers, We're not talking about a mixing up based on the taste, we're talking about the actual Karm Pesach. Might get mixed up, for example, if Reuven and Shimon have their Karm Pesach over here, both are sheep, then you might not realize which is which, and Reuven may take Shimon's, and Shimon may take Reuven's, and of course that's also. And Hachinami Mustafa, I'll bring you right, I'm correct, but trying to say because the Savior says, that this thing that you now cook two Karm Pesachim next to each other, even by a goat and a sheep. Now, yeah, I'm goofing. If you say the problem of Tarus, because you might get mixed up between the two, there's a Chiddush to tell you that even a goat and a sheep that don't look similar to each other, you still can't cook them next to each other. Like Rashi says, at times you might not realize, and you'll still mix them up, and Ruben might take the wrong carbon, and Shimon may take the wrong carbon. If it's based on the taste going and transferring from one to the other, what's a big Chiddush of It doesn't make a difference. It's based on the transfer of Reach, and the problem of transferring of Reach will be a problem no matter if it's a Gdi and a Gdi, or if it's a Gdi or Tla, and therefore, what's the Chiddush of the Sefer? So the Gemara says, Elamai, it must come out, it must be because you might mix up the actual body, the actual animals themselves, Hudas, and that's why we say it's also to go and roast two components next to each other. Our Teru's time, Mishari, the Chari comes out, that if it would actually be close to each other, and the Reich would transfer to each other, that wouldn't be a problem. There's not reason why we're saying that you can't cook them next to each other. So if that's true, let me talk to the Rav. If you Rav, that should be a problem. You should have a problem with Teru's time him because according to him, the transfer of is a problem. Rabbi Emi explains, according to Rav, we're talking about what we're talking about is that they're actually roasted in two different pots. And therefore, since the two different pots are two separate spits and completely away from each other with a complete separation, therefore, there's no problem of Reich. And that's why according to Rav, that can't be the problem. The problem is, even according to Rav, only based on the fact that you might get mixed up between the two carbonates and Ruve may take Shimon's and Shimon may take Ruve's. Of course, that's a problem because it's Shaloi Lumenuyev. The Gemara asks, How can you go and you put it in two pots? It can't be cooked in a pot. We know it has to be tzli, it has to be roasted on a spit. It just means that it's separated like it's in two pots. And according to Rav, this is how you learn the time. The first reason is, of course, because you can have transfer and derech, and there would not be a difference between a Gedi and Gedi and a Gedi and And even if you're cooking and roasting the current Pesach like in two pots, which means that's completely separated, the Lekat Haruv's time, and he can't have any transfer of Reach, also, it's still going to be also even if you have Mishun Teruv's Kufen, then it's going to be based on mixing up of the two Kabbalists, and therefore, even a Gedi will still be also, even though it's not easy to make a mistake between them, we still make it that you can't cook them and you can't roast them together. Amr Ramari says, Kitanoi, the Machlekes between Rav and Levi is actually Machlekes Tanoim, Haroi de Pascham of Benosna Pichavas Yain Shachuma. If someone removes hot bread and he places it on top of a barrel of wine of Chuma, Rameya says it's also becomes us because the wine of Chuma gets into the bread itself. Rabbi Huda Mata, Rabbi Huda says it's Mutter. Rabbi Yasi Mata Bishal Chitin, Vais Bishal Sarim. He makes a difference if it's wheat bread or if it's made out of barley. 
Sa'im Shaivas because the Sa'im, the bread that's made out of barley, absorbs and draws the moisture into it much better. My love, the Maisa, what's the Nafkamina and what's the Machlegis between Ramea and Rabbi Huda? Tanoi, it's Machlegis based on these Tanoim. The mass of Rechel Amnilsi, the Chayra, Rabbi Huda holds that's Mutter because the Rech of the Ayin is not something that asses the actual pass and doesn't become passive Chuma. And Rabea holds that's also because the Rech goes into the actual pass and makes it also. The Gemara says, Levi According to Levi, for sure it's Machlegis Tanoim. And Levi holds Rechel Amnilsa must be going like Shita Rabbi Huda. They holds it's Mutter in the case because Rechel Amnilsa and not like Ramea. However, the Rav name Tanoi, do we say that according to Rav it's also Machlegis Tanoim? Rav, Rav will explain the Kuleam Rechel Milsi. Everyone, even Rabbi Huda, would agree that Rechel is Milsi in certain cases. But Lavit Malah, in that case of the Brisa, where it's talking about Haredi Pascham, Vanessa Pichavis Yain Shel Truma, which spoke about over the year, Amrav Babachan, Amrish Lakati, says in a specific case, but Pascham Vachavis Psucha de Bakal also. If it's a case of hot bread and it's a Chavis that was open, everyone will agree that the Rech goes into it, and therefore it's also because Rechel Milsi, even Rabbi Huda agrees that. But Pascham is Bechavis Begufa. If it's past that's cold and the Chavis is closed up, the Rechel even according to Ramea, it would be Mutter because there's no Rech over there. There's Machlegs between Ramea and Rebuda, either when you had hot pass and the Chavis was completely sealed, or or it was cold pass and the barrel was open, and therefore you only had what, like Chadal Reusa, it was only one problem over here, and therefore it wasn't as easy for the Rech to get in there. And that's why there's Machlegs between Ramea, who says it's us, and you still say the Rech goes in it, and Rebuda says over there it's Mutter, the Rech doesn't go in in that case. Hanami, in our case also of the two pieces of meat, kipas chamet, just like the case of bread that's hot, the chavitz and it's like the barrel is wide open. Tani Rav Kana Breda Rav Chinnah Saba, we learned from Rav Kana, the son of Rav Chinnah Saba, if you have bread that's baked with roasted meat in a tano, then it's also to eat it with kutcha. Of course, kutach is milchings, and therefore you can have fleshy bread together with milchings. That it was a fish that was cooked together in one oven with basa, and rubber from pazikya said it's also to eat it with kutcha. Of course, kutcha is milchings, and therefore you eat milchings together with the fish that was cooked in the fleshy oven. And Rashi points out over here, we're going like rab that holds reicham milsa, because even if it didn't touch the basa, the actual lechem or the fish became flashings based on the reach of the basa in the oven. Now, other Rishonim explain it differently and say even according to Levi, he would agree because Levi only said it to the oven, but not lechatchila. In any case, the Gemara says one last point. Even if you're going to eat it together with melech or together with salt, it's also mishum the acha. Because since this fish was cooked in a flashing oven, therefore, as we know, it's sakana and chamir sakanta meisura. Number one, it's going to be bad for bad breath, and also. Before we touch Dov Acha as Chazir, but over here, of course, it means Saras, as Rashi points out, and we will stop over here.